Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Chicken Noodle Scoop. I'm Gabby and I'm Lexi and we're the Fuller Sisters. This week we have a very exciting guest, our first guest that is not a relative, boyfriend, anything like that. We have a true, true guest on the podcast and let me tell you, this episode might be my new favorite. So our special guest is actually Taylor King and we did a whole episode on girl talk and answering those kind of like tough girl questions that you don't really feel comfortable asking a lot of people. So it's kind of like a big sis episode and I really think you guys are going to like it. Order's up. The scoop is hot and ready to be served. Chicken noodle scoop. So before we get into the full episode with TK, let's go through our weekly scoop. Gab, what have you been up to? So the gym finally opened back up, but we had a completely like shifted schedule. So double O practice at 10 a.m. Monday and Wednesday and then C4, which is the team I coach, practice at 11 a.m. Tuesday, Thursday. So it has been an early week. I was in the gym every single day this week, which felt awesome, but I'm a little tired. My body was so sore because, um, for being honest, I really haven't done much the past like month and a half. So that was kind of rough getting back into it, but I'm just so happy to be back there. We can't stunt or anything yet. We still have to stay like so far apart from everyone, but I'll take it. It's better than nothing. And that's pretty much what my whole week consisted of. What about you? Let's go with what happened before we started recording this episode. Okay, so here we are, excited to have our first guest. I just want to paint a little picture in your head. So I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to record on the patio because it's cute, it's relaxing, I can start the fire, I can sit in, you know, the warm weather with my cute little twinkle lights. The last thing that happened was the least cute thing you could ever think of. I literally set, almost set myself, and set the entire fire pit on fire. So here I am, set up my laptop, got my microphone all ready to go. I go and I'm like, Sean's playing video games. I don't need to bother him. I'm, I'm an independent woman. I can start this fire by myself. I go and I turn the propane on and then I turn the igniter on and it's all good. I'm like, oh, cool. Like I did it. The fire starts to get a little big. So I go and turn it down. And as soon as I move my hand from turning it down, the entire fire pit. And when I say the whole thing, I mean, literally the propane tank underneath the fire pit caught on fire. So... I don't know if you guys know, but Sean's a volunteer firefighter. So I'm like, oh, it's fine. I'll go call his name. He can come help me. Do you want to know what he told me, ladies and gentlemen? Call 911 is what he said. <sighs> so um, we luckily didn't have to do that. He came downstairs and moved it into the grass and it just went out on its own. But for all of you out there that are like, I'm going to date a fireman so that when there's an emergency, I just have it all under control in my own house. Good luck. <laughs> so that's that so I ended up recording inside <laughs> all right other than that what else happened this week um literally nothing I <laughs> just been getting work done um it was like 95 degrees yesterday here and then today it was like 70 so just the up and down of temperatures but it's been nice out um yeah yes really I must say it, it actually it's been sunny here too and they finally opened my pool again except they have no chairs out and the grass they have like fake turf on most of it and the rest is like tile and everything is too hot to even lay on it so it's what's the point of even opening it you have to like physically be in the pool or else you can't stand to be outside because it's so hot out so that's what I was looking forward to most and it's not even that enjoyable so that's a little rough but listen don't complain I love this weather I don't care how hot it is I would take hot over the snow that we had two months ago any day 
All right, well, that's our weekly scoop, so why don't we get on into the episode? Welcome back, everyone. We are here with Taylor King. I go by TK, though. Okay. <laughs> I was just going to ask, does everybody call you TK or just your friends? Because I was like, I don't want to call her TK and then have her be like, whoa, you don't know me like that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I actually love it. I feel like even strangers, like I know that they're a stranger or like I may not know them if they call me TK just because I feel like people just call me sometimes even by my Instagram handle just because it like, you know, when you meet someone, you're like, oh, like, like I call my roommate Ashley. Her name's Ashley Nicole. Like, but no one like calls her Ashley Nicole because that's her middle name. They call her that because it's it's her middle or her it's her Instagram name. It's like Ash Nicole XO. So it's funny, like how easy it is to remember just because of someone's like username but yeah I I got Mm -hmm. the name TK from doing sports when I was younger that's how it kind of originated I guess okay and how did you get into the polls part of Instagram did you just one day were like I'm gonna put up some polls and then it stuck sort of I I guess I initial initially got into it because I was just home from college one winter break and you know when you go home and you're, you're kind of bored like after the first week's fun because you go out with all your friends you see everyone you have some drinks you know it's fun and then you like start running into your ex-boyfriend and you like you start <laughs> going places and you don't want to see people you're like oh gosh like I'm seeing like my high school bullies everywhere I'm seeing like my ex-boyfriends I'm seeing people that like I regret kissing like things like that you start seeing those type of people and then you get mm-hmm. bored and I, I was home for like two and a half weeks because the college break is so long over winter break Mm -hmm. like even more so than I remember in like high school and so I was home and bored and of course in Indiana it's so cold so I was just inside and I and the poll feature had just been released I think this is even before like the question sticker or any of that stuff was an option on Instagram and so I was like oh whatever like I I love Instagram like I'm just gonna start asking these poll questions for fun because I was bored so I like make them on Photoshop and I would do like a series of like food so I'd be like pizza versus mac and cheese or like dino nuggets versus regular nuggets or like chicken tenders versus chicken fingers or whatever like I would do that and then I would do like sports so I'd do like cheer versus gymnastics and like dance versus like ballet or you know hip-hop versus ballet like things like that and I got such great feedback from just like friends of mine that I had never really heard them say anything about my social media presence at all or and like influencer friends they're like you need to do something with this and um what really kind of kept it going and made me be like oh my god these are juicy is the fact that I started realizing that all these like hot boys were voting and I was like oh my god like John Doe voted this like I can't believe I can see what he voted like on my juicy poll you know what I mean And I didn't think at the time, like, I don't think people knew because on Twitter, you can't see who voted. But on Instagram, like, I could see what everyone was voting. Like, I could see what, you know, the hot guy was voting for his favorite food or whatever. So I was like, I'm going to ask, like, juicy, like, relationship or dating questions that, like, I personally want to know because I feel like I can learn a lot and just, like, help the female community out with, um, all these questions that we have about guys so then I started asking like very specific things like you know do you like if you go out on a first date are you is the guy expected to pay the bill or like whatever or like well is it a turn off if they don't pay and like things just like that you've always wondered but like you don't really know so it was really cool to see like both 
females and males respond and vote and like see their reaction. So then they eventually got juicier and juicier and you know, here we are. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I don't think people knew at first. I don't, I still think some people don't know that they that can you can see yeah. the results of didn't, polls. <laughs> Lexi, didn't you have a story about that? Didn't you like accidentally vote something and then you realize you you made me like check on yours if I can see it or something and then oh, you had I'm to sure. like <laughs> Oh, I'm sure that happened. Yeah, probably more than once. <laughs> The classic, so you're the go-to when, like, everyone has that friend, you're like, oh my god, go and see and screenshot if you can see if, you know, blah, 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 saw it. Like, everyone has that friend. So you guys are that for each other? Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I make sure. Gabby do everything before I do it. <laughs> That's great. So for those that may not know, you know, how you got started on social media and everything like that, give us a little spiel of who you are and what you do. Okay, so like I said, my name's Taylor King, but I go by TK. I moved from Bloomington, Indiana. I'm a Midwest girl at heart. Go Hoosiers. I moved to Los Angeles to go to FITM, which is the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising. But I, I, I of course, wanted to go to the school, and I studied digital media and digital cinema. But I knew I, I was just, like, in my heart, like, growing up, I knew I was, like, a California person. Like, I was like, oh, my God, I just want to, like, live in Cali. Like, everyone who doesn't live in L.A. calls California Cali. <laughs> and um, I so I moved here, and, you know, I studied digital media and digital cinema because I've always been really intrigued and like interested in like taking my social media seriously. And I've always like, I was the girl at like I cheered in high school. So I was always bringing my camera and like, you know, I'd like literally throw a standing tuck and then like run and get my camera and like shoot photos of like the student section or like the players. And like, I would post them on Facebook and everyone like would complain when I was taking to them. But when they, when I posted on Facebook, they're like, uh, can you tag me? Or like, Oh, can you send me those photos? So I really developed a passion for like digital, like creating. And I've always been like a relatively creative person. So going to fit them and like kind of tying all those things together was really awesome and then I kind of fell into the social media world just through meeting friends um, my first real friend in LA was Kenzie Elizabeth who's a YouTuber and through her I basically met like every cool person I know which including one of them is my boss who I'm currently living with her name's Alicia Marie and she's a YouTuber and influencer person and um, yeah I got my job and basically like her I don't know, videographer, producer, editor, all of those things for her. And then from her, I kind of developed this simultaneously with the polls and my podcast and whatnot. I kind of developed this, uh, my own social media presence, which has been really fun to have that creative outlet as well. So now I'm kind of like doing my own thing with vlogging and podcasting and Instagram, but also working for her 24 seven. So that's kind of what I do. Yeah. Awesome. So how has it been different living with your boss now? Like, is it constantly like work, work, work? Or are you guys still on a schedule? I feel like it's a little bit. Well, okay. Here's the thing. I feel like it's not real life because like quarantine happened. And then of course now everything that's going on in the world with, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement, which we've taken a break from social media to like help educate ourselves on during this week so like I feel like there's been so many things that have been like not real life like we haven't been on our normal schedule that it's really hard to compare like are we are working a normal schedule because it's not even a normal life at the moment right and like technically yeah. I'm not supposed to be living here like I'm just living here for quarantined but or for quarantine but it just got extended a little bit so it I mean 
I'm I'm not gonna lie like I'm living my best life here like <laughs> I am like living in a palace like this place is awesome I've got a pool I've got the dogs I mean I have like unlimited access to Alicia who is just like a brain full of knowledge and like and and my roommates are so encouraging I'm such an extrovert so like I, I'm living my best life truly <laughs> That's awesome. Everything is still shut down there completely, right? Like nothing is opened up. I feel like literally as we speak, things are starting to open up. However, it's still like no mask, no service. Um, I heard a few bars are opening up, but like you have to wear a mask until you get to your table. And like if you go to the bathroom and stuff, you have to wear your mask, but you can go in. Um, I'm not really sure about restaurants and stuff, but I personally haven't been to anything yet. So I feel like it's way more lockdown compared to the rest of the country yeah so in buffalo right now i actually went out to my first lunch that wasn't in my house today you did it was it was outside i felt like an alien because i didn't know how to like sean was like why are you looking around i'm like because i haven't been around people in months like i don't know how to act it was outside we had to wear a mask until we sat down and i mean it was okay but i'm the kind of person where if i could stay home all the time i just would Got it. Like Gabby and I were laughing because we're like, this isn't any different for us. Different. There's just no pressure to go out now. <laughs> but yeah, other than that. Wow. So was it like, did you feel awkward? Like, did you know how to talk to people? <laughs> um, I mean, the servers all had masks on, so we couldn't understand a word that they were saying. Oh, really? Okay. And I mean, it, it was like everybody kind of all, you could tell everybody felt equally awkward. So like it wasn't, Got I didn't it. feel out of place feeling awkward, but I mean- I don't know. Did it you have, time. or did the servers have matching masks? So most of them had masks with like the emblem of the bar restaurant on their Got mask. Got it. But cute. they were like cloth and it was really cute. Like yeah. they looked nice, but it was cloth and you couldn't hear a word they were saying. Oh, okay. But yeah, other than that, Gabby, has anything opened up around you? Well, the entire state of Florida is open except Miami. Like everything here is still closed. I think it's starting to slowly open tomorrow. Okay, that makes sense because Miami's like I would assume the most congested. Yeah, they tried to open like a public park one day and like immediately shut it down because no one followed any rules. (laughs) Oh, really? So they just like kept us locked down for as long as possible. Got it. People that live in South Florida do not care. I know. (laughs) They were like the first people that got like roasted on the Internet. Always for everything. (laughs) But it was interesting, like right right before quarantine started I was actually down there because it was my spring break and we were down there and then quarantine hit as soon as we were down there so like I came to visit her and we couldn't do anything but sit inside oh so we my like, god! of like what we want to do with the podcast which I guess was nice and productive but like you're like it, yay now it, I can write off my trip <laughs> yeah literally that's, that's exactly what it is yeah, they, like, literally kicked us out of the pool when we were there. Because that was when they closed down everything. Oh, no. Yeah, her apartment pool. Everything. Poor thing. You'll just have to go back. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> at least it started. It, it snowed my first day of summer break up in Buffalo. Because it was, like, May something, and we had a blizzard. And I was oh, like, oh, my god. I was like, if I didn't have pets, I would have quarantined down there 100%. Yeah, but, that makes sense. All right. So why don't we jump into the questions? Okay, so we asked all of our followers on the podcast Instagram for some girl talk, big sister advice questions, and we got a few good ones. They range all the way from personal style to period stories to boys, all the good stuff. 
So the first question we got asked was how to be confident when you meet new people. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, I think the coolest thing about being confident is like you may as well rock like who you are because whoever you're meeting for the first time is going to eventually find out whether that means like later they're going to creep on your Instagram and find out or later you're going to hang out like or you're going to run into them another time like eventually they're going to find out who you really are so may as well rock that than me the second that you meet someone um so I I guess how to do that is I don't know I feel like I constantly am like talking myself up like I I'm constantly I mean LA it's like so I can't even remember what it's like like going to events and stuff but like since it's so like event oriented like there's always there's always a prettier insta baddie there's always a more fit person at the event there's always someone with more followers there's always someone who's better than you right so like but it doesn't mean they actually are better than you it just means that like you just have that in your head so I think just going and rocking who you are is like going to help you in the long term more than anything and I think you just you got to love yourself I mean like whether that's I mean I think it's different for everyone but whether that's like talking yourself up you know when you're getting ready in the morning or whether that's like treating yourself to a massage every week or whatever the case is or like working out like for me I feel the most sexy after like I get out of a soul cycle class or when I get done like with a long run because like I'm like oh my god I can't believe that my body just did that I'm like that's so sick (laughs) so um I just think that you you gotta rock who you are I guess is what I'm trying to say it's you gotta find your thing that works for you and kind of do it as much as you can is what I think Yeah, I think that's really good advice. Gabby and I are very different when it comes to meeting people. She's a lot more on the shyer side and then we'll open up later, whereas I'm just like, I'll just chat with whoever. Um, But one thing I always try to think about when I'm meeting somebody new is like, what do my close friends like about me? And kind of try to show that side. Because it's like, they obviously saw that when we met. So like, what can I bring to the table when I'm meeting somebody new? Wait, that's such good advice. I love that. Yeah, so I mean... Maybe Wait, so I'm know. so curious. What do you like? What in your head are you like? Oh my gosh, my friends love this about me. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna like say this. Like, what's one of the things? Tell us. For me, I feel like my big thing is I like to bring humor into any conversation that I can, which sometimes is not great because people don't have the same sense of humor as me. Yeah. <laughs> but that is something that I think if I can make somebody laugh within like the first couple minutes of talking to them, I feel like I'm a lot more comfortable and I can relax. Yeah. So I, would I say love that. that. I think also like when you meet someone new, it's super important to listen because people love to talk about themselves. So if you're like naturally a shy or, you know, nervous or you get social anxiety, if you're if you're one of those people that deals with that, like just think of questions to ask the person because they love talking about themselves. So I, that's like one thing that I always try and do is when I meet someone, I'm like, okay, even this person is like on a pedestal, like I have them on a pedestal compared to me and I'm super nervous to talk to them. Just like drill questions. Like you have to be so curious in their life that they're just going to be so excited to talk about themselves and then they'll feel close to you because they're like, oh my God, they know so much about me. Yeah. I like that too. That's really good advice. Gab, do you have anything to add? 
I just feel like nine times out of ten, a situation is going to be more awkward if you're not confident. Like, everyone feels it, especially you. Like, if you're going in there not confident, it's awkward and you feel it. So I feel like if you just kind of tell yourself from the beginning, like, if I try to bring myself out more and, like, just be myself right from the beginning, it's going to go a lot smoother. So I feel like that helps, just knowing that. Just do it because it's going to be awkward if not. (laughs) So true. All right, next question. What to do if you like somebody and your friends don't like him or her or they don't approve? Oh, gosh. Okay, well, I think that's... Okay, I mean, two things. One, I was going to say, if your friends don't like them, it's probably, like, not a good sign. Like, that, that's mm-hmm. something you should really consider because I know, at least for me, if I had, like, a guy that, you know, I was talking to and I was really interested in and, like, my friends didn't like him, like... I trust my friend's opinion. Like, my friends are family to me. So, like, if you wouldn't, like, int- gladly, like, bring him around your family or your friends, like, what's the point, in my yeah. opinion? I-, I think you really need to reevaluate who you're talking to or who you're dancing around with because that's just – it's just not worth it. If you can't, like, hang out with your friends and, like, you know, I, th- I think that – I think friends and family are the most important thing that – are in life so like why would you date someone who who doesn't like your friends and or you why would you date someone that your friends and family don't like yeah I I feel like they just see it from the outside too so they see both sides of it completely where like when you're in a relationship you don't see that side at all so true what you want to see so I feel like unless they're being like completely petty and you can tell it's like out of jealousy or for a reason like that then first of all they shouldn't be your close friend but (laughs) I was gonna say that too as long as it's like a true friend then I would definitely take their opinion on it because they see everything from the outside they see like both sides of it completely completely yeah and I think it's important to have open communication with your friends and family and figure out what it is about that person and see if it's just maybe the way they're acting around them and you see a different side um, and kind of figure out like what's going on and if they're just not right for you or if your friends just need to get to know them more or something like that also you know what I think is such an underrated red flag about guys is you know that guy that like I don't know if you guys have experienced this but the guy that like around his friends is so weird towards you but then like behind closed doors he's like baby blah, blah, blah. like oh my god you're my girlfriend yeah. like that is such a red flag like oh my god hands mm-hmm. on the brakes or like feet on the brakes that is so ugh. I don't like that at all yeah no, I agree. It's it's a huge red flag because like, it shows that yeah. he's not the same person around everybody. Like, he should want to flaunt you to your friends or to his friends. God, yeah, I can't even 100%. speak. <laughs> I'm out of it. I knew what you meant. I got too much sun today, ladies. Oh, today was a good day for that. Here, at least. Didn't snow today. Not here. Did it rain? It's been, it's hurricane season in Florida, so it rains every day here now in the summer oh my god so sorry yeah see you need to come up here for now that you're done with school you need to come up here for the summers and then down there for the winters you're gonna be a snowbird at age 23 (laughs) (laughs) okay the next one says advice on finding your personal style and how to show that on your social media okay I think one of the best tips I have for like finding your personal style is like creeping on people and like saving things that you like about other people's style so for instance like if I like that so-and-so's it's weird because like personal style to me is like so different from someone's personality like I have the most random people's like photos saved just because I like like the jeans that they're wearing or like 
whatever it is. So I think the like to find out what you like is to kind of go through Instagram. I mean, come on. It's like literally like the new Pinterest. Like you go through it and just like save people's like whether it's influencers or like like traditional celebs or like even your friends or like that cruel girl that lives in California that you don't even know. Like go through and just save their photos and then I think like help curate your style through that. So you know if you see so-and-so has like the 90s high-rise jeans from a goldie then maybe like save your money up for that and then you can like pair it with like your diy tie-dye tank top that you did like during quarantine so um i don't know that's at least what i do like if i'm like looking for fashion inspo like even right now i'm like okay i'm going home at the end of june and like i want to look on fleek for this one dude that i'm seeing right so i'm like okay um i know i'm really into this and i like go into so-and-so's um page and i'm like oh where did they get that um skirt or where did they get those shoes or whatever and i'm like what do i want what outfits like i always when i go on a trip i like think about what outfits i'm gonna wear and it all starts through like my instagram saved photos like you guys that is the most juicy thing about me is going through my instagram saved photos probably (laughs) (laughs) that's really funny i do the same thing except the difference between at least me and gabby she is on an influencer budget and i am on a dental student budget so the two of us have very different styles in that sense so what i like to do is i like to go on like revolve and all of those websites and find pieces that I like and then check for them on cheaper websites yeah kind of find dupes for them because I do that all the time and I do that all the time with furniture because like Mm -hmm. recently I've been Mm -hmm. into home decor and so I've been like oh my gosh so restoration hardware has like this couch but where can I find a great dupe for that or whatever so I think that's a great tip too Gab what about you I feel like I need help on this question, too, so I'm just <laughs> taking the advice. She's just soaking it all in. Gabby's really good at yeah. picking out pieces, but not the best at putting them together. I'm so bad at putting outfits together. Really? Yeah, I don't know what like, it is. I'll go, like, on Princess Polly, and I'm like, oh, my God, I want these skirts. They look so good. And then they just sit in my drawer, and I never put them as an outfit and never wear them. I'm Ever. dead. I don't know why. Wait, it's because okay. everything in your house and your wardrobe is the same color. So if you could just buy that color all the time, you'd be good. (laughs) Well, there you go. Wait, I have a question for you, Gabby. So I did all-star cheer growing up. So when I saw that you were like this really like big cheer celebrity, I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. (laughs) So I have so many questions. One, did you do all-star cheer like growing up? Because I saw right now you cheer for Top Gun. Yeah. Okay. Where did you, did you cheer in Pennsylvania? Yeah, so my mom was a cheer coach, so we were both literally, like, born into cheerleading. Like, before oh, I could walk, I was at practice. Wow. Like, literally born into it. So okay. I've been competing since I Who'd was Who'd you three. guys cheer for in All-Star? She it owned a gym. A small, yeah. yeah, it was a small gym called Mill Creek Cheer gym. and Dance. And then did you yeah. go to college to cheer, both of you? I did not, know. I stopped cheer in seventh grade and switched to just competitive dance and softball. And then okay, she kept nice. going. Yeah. So, yeah, my senior year of high school, I moved away from my family to live with like my aunt and cousins down here to cheer for Top Gun. You so did? For cheerleading. Yeah. Oh my God. T. That's yeah, she awesome. She did her senior year online and like graduated at the same high school, but took classes. Oh so our dad's God. our high school principal. So with our dad being the principal, he was able to set it up where she could Stop. take online classes and still yeah, walk I still at graduation. Went to prom, still went to graduation. Wait, I got to do that's all of that. so convenient. What a We literally laugh that yeah. she's like Hannah Montana. Like she, she really is. Lives. Wait, so who were your like favorite cheer celebrities growing up? 
It was like the era of like Maddie Gardner, Eric oh, Engelbert, all of them on Senior Elite. Absolutely. And um, <laughs> oh my God, there were so even um World Cup shooting stars. Mm-hmm. I'm like trying Kelsey to Kelsey Rule and all yes. of them. Yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> I'm living my best life right now. I was just going to say it was funny growing up. Like, Gabby used to get tickets to majors to, like, meet these girls. And now it's, like, just insane seeing it flipped where, like, now we go to people to meet her. Like, it's just the weirdest thing when we go to competitions. And it's, like, Gabby, you were that person. And now, like, what the heck? Yeah. I'm to be this big thing. into the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, do you – so, like, what is the typical – because when I did cheer, like – you wore, like, Nike Pros and, like, a sports bra to practice and, like, the Infinity shoes. Like, what do people wear now? Pretty much the same thing. Nike Pros just made their new, like, high-waisted ones. So those totally, like, came back in style. Oh. Other than that, Lululemon has a really good, like, spandex, like, short ones. And then pretty much the same. My coach, well, like, the owner of our gym makes his own shoe company. Oh, But okay. other than that, most people wear Infinities. It's still, like, pretty much the what same thing. What sports I'm so glad you know this. <laughs> I hate explaining this. this. I hate trying to explain competitive cheer with people that have no, luckily, I get like, it. the cheer on Netflix now. I feel oh, like people yeah. have a better idea of like real cheerleading. But it's like Forever 21 sports bras or Nike, Lululemon, like pretty much anything. Are you going to continue doing, now that you've graduated, like are you continuing to do All-Star? I'm doing one more year because last year Corona literally just like canceled the end of the season. Oh, that's right. So... I'm doing one more, and then I also coach. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Love that for you. This is great. She's been, saying, <laughs> she's been saying one more year for, like, four years, so I'm sure she'll keep going. Okay, no. I always said, like, when I'm done with college, I'd be done, but then it just got canceled, so I can't end like that. So do you want to, like, own a gym one day? Not really. Everyone asks me that. I don't have the desire, but I also, like, work at Top Gun, so, like, that's even a dream for me. The fact that I'm coaching at that gym, like, oh my. is crazy to me. Top Gun is iconic. Yeah, so I don't really ever have the desire. I don't want to have to deal with the parents and the business. And got it. I'll just coach. I'll come in. Cheer moms are scary. Psycho. I really want dance moms. I know. I really want Netflix to do a series like on an all star gym because like obviously cheer on Netflix was like epic and like obsessed with Jerry and like you know it was just great. But like (laughs) I want to see like all star cheer because it's like so. I feel like there's just so much more to it. Yeah. Anyway, considering college cheer. Yeah, it's, like, in the talks. I don't know. They're still, like, up in the air of what they want to do for season two. I don't know exactly if it's going to be the same or if they want to really? at least do a season two like that and then do, like, a spinoff. They but should yeah, totally do like Top Gun. I, that's what we were hoping. Well, because Gabby Butler was on my team last yeah. year. Yeah. She was on Navarro and my team. So we were hoping that, like, when they were filming season two there, they would, like, follow her journey and then everything got canceled. So nothing happened. <laughs> that would be, like, such a cool transition because like obviously all of her fans are familiar with her so it'd be so cool to be like oh my gosh you know let's go see what her all-star life is like mm-hmm. okay anyway sorry for the detour I just like had to ask <laughs> because no, like I fine. am on the air with the cheer celebrity and I feel cool <laughs> we're so glad we were literally talking before this and Gabby's like do you think she like I have to explain like what I do and I was like oh I feel like so she probably knows that. no I've been to worlds like I've been oh, per- I've perfect. I've watched it all yes no like I used to be all I used to listen to like I would get in the car and like literally listen to cheer music and my friends thought I was on crack they were like what is wrong with you that's what the best way to stay to? awake on a road trip the best way you cannot fall asleep like, just music. basket sounds <laughs> You know those like TikToks where it's like 
cheerleaders in class be like, so they remember that you're a cheerleader? <laughs> like, that was literally me. Like, doing like, motions. Or marking the routine yeah. while people walk by. So. I would be like, shrug one, two, go three, four. And my parents would be like, what is she doing? We want her to play basketball. That's so funny. Yeah, we kind of like split and I kind of went with my dad to like baseball practice and that's how I got into softball and Gabby went with my mom to cheer practice and we kind of just <laughs> took a big detour yeah. there. That's awesome. Well, I love that you guys are a cheer fan. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad that you know it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I know. Made everything so much better. <laughs> <laughs> I did it for years, like all-star and I did it all through like middle school and high school. What all-star team were you on? It was called Midwest Cheer All-Stars. Like, again, it was a really small gym, but um, we still, like, every year we would go to Florida. Like, we were a UCA team, so we would go to UCA's, like, nationals in Florida and, you know, all that kind of stuff. It was really fun. Yeah. Some of my best memories are going to Disney with her cheer competitions. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Okay. I don't even remember where we were. That's all right. (laughs) um oh we just finished the personal style question yeah 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 personal style okay yeah, so to go off of that my personal style is nike pros and sports bras pretty much 24 <laughs> 7 so i, guess I love that, that. Ties into it <laughs> i feel like mine is also leggings and sports bras especially during quarantine hours because i'm just mm-hmm. wake up work out you know grind never stops <laughs> that's all i do <laughs> So the next question says i'm worried i'll be single forever since i've never had a boyfriend how do i go about finding the one? Oh gosh I mean, same, but like not really. I I mean, I've ha- I I feel like I'm not really like I have friends that like are always in a relationship, and then I have friends that are like always single. You know what I mean? And they're both great people. Um, I personally, personally, growing up was one of those people that like never really had a boyfriend. I did get one like in at the end of high school, like a, a beginning of college, and it was pretty serious. And it was awesome because I learned so much about myself and, you know, what I like in a guy and what I don't like in a guy and what I picture myself ending up with long term. But I think just I think it's really important to kind of date around and figure out what you don't like, because I feel like once you figure out what you don't like, then it's really easy to figure out what you do like in someone and um, not I feel like the second you stop worrying about like being in a relationship, like is when things happen. And I always tell this too. like, I had this one friend that was really concerned about, they thought like they had it all and all they needed was like a boyfriend. And I, I used to tell her, I'd be like, what's funny is like a lot of people I know that have relationships, like even myself, like at the end of my relationship, like I was not happy. Like I was more miserable than I am now single. And, like, just because someone's in a relationship, like, doesn't mean that that's successful. Like, even marriages. There's marriages that are toxic and and they don't want to – they're not good for each other. And, you know, they're not making each other better. And just because they're together, like, on Facebook or, you know, they have, like, a status or the, to the world that they're together doesn't mean that it's as successful as it seems. So I think it's really important to, you know, be patient, trust. I mean, for me, I'm a Christian, so, like, I trust in God that he has a plan for me, and, you know, the perfect guy is out there. And actually, right now, I'm reading this book called Why Men Love Bitches, and it is just phenomenal. Like, 
it, it's re- basically like reiterating everything that like you kind of already always known like from movies and your mom and like everyone telling you but it's just it, saying how like easily guys come when you're just like independent and like aren't needy and aren't just 24 7 available like guys love guys are have are, it's innate in that in them that they're competitive like especially if you're like an athlete girl like come on that's like the most competitive guy to, you, to go for like you can't just be readily available for them at any time like you got to be doing your own thing you got to be a chase like they want to win you over and so um one highly recommend the book but i think that it's just really important to you know learn about yourself take time to care for yourself same with the confidence thing like hype yourself up like do whatever you have to do to make yourself happy because no one's gonna want to date you if you're just miserable already like some a guy wants to date you when you are confident and like can help lift him up and he can help lift you up. So I think it's just important to be patient and trust that there's a plan for you and um, there's someone out there for you and not stress about it. Yeah. Every time I've gotten into a relationship, it's always been when I wasn't like looking for it. I would be like, Oh my God, I want a boyfriend. And then I'm finally like, okay, no, it's totally fine. I don't need one. And like, that's when it happens. But I also want to say, I don't think you have to be so fixated on finding like the one Especially if you've never had a boyfriend. Like, yeah. Try out a relationship. My One of my, like, most things that I stand by the most is that everyone needs to go through a breakup at some point in their life. Because when I went through a breakup is when I really, like, found my true self and, like, everything I wanted in a relationship and just in my life in general. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> He's just been digging himself slowly under your comforter for the last like, I know I was minutes. like low-key watching him in the back her dog's like going crazy on the bed <laughs> he's something else yeah, but I say if it's something that you like just want to try out like dating apps whatever it is like try it out go on some dates try to find don't be so worried about finding like the perfect one and just try it out and just put yourself out there also, like, the first thing, like, I, I'm just, re- like, reiterating what I've re- I've been reading this book nonstop. And, like, it, it was saying, like, when you say to a guy, like, why don't we have a label, blah, 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 blah. Like, in his head, that means, like, run. Like, I feel like I'm stuck. I feel like I'm, like, drowning. Like, I can't do anything. I can't see my friends, blah, 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 blah. Like, that's the last thing you want anyone to feel. Like, you want them to be obsessed with you and want to be with you. So I think just, like, yeah, but working on yourself and like I honestly can't wait for the next future breakup I have because like (laughs) I'm gonna get a bomb ass body I'm gonna be (laughs) fit as hell like I'm gonna find so much more about me than I already have during Mm. quarantine like like you go through tough times to like you know really come out on a good side and um I think breakups are really healthy as well I would agree Yeah, I agree with all of that. And I think something that's important to notice is like, would you rather be like you were saying in an unhealthy relationship or single? Like people almost like force relationships just to say they're in a relationship. And I think that's where a lot of people run into trouble and they're like, oh, I can't find a guy. And it's like, okay, because you're attracting the wrong type of person because you just want a boyfriend. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are just so worried like oh so-and-so has a boyfriend or oh so-and-so's engaged and it's like everybody's on a different timeline and the more you force it the worse it's going to be exactly and I focus on you I get the added pressure like why is the first question when I go home from (laughs) 
like why is the first question when I go home from anyone in my life so how were the boys <laughs> like why is that the first question I don't get it like I, I mean I'm guilty of it because like I love to talk about boys but also like I have a killer job like I have a killer set of friends like I made my own like life out here in California like I moved across the country like I'm paying my own bills like what why is that the first question like I've got so much else going for me at the moment like why is everyone so concerned about you know my man I, I don't know I just think that I get that pressure but like just because, you know, your parents maybe got married at, like, 24 doesn't mean that you – I feel like everyone in L.A., like, the average time to get married is, like, 30. So, like, don't feel like you're rushed at all. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. Like, when we were just talking, actually, Gabby and I, the other day, that our mom literally had us when she was, I think, 24. And I was like, that is terrifying to me because I am in no way, shape, or form ready to have a human. Completely. Like, that's terrifying. Times are changing. <laughs> yeah. But I agree with everybody's yeah. statements on that. I think the as a consensus, the more you rush it, the worse it's going to be. So just do you mm-hmm. and it'll come to you when you're ready. Yes, exactly. Okay, so the next one, we have a bunch of questions about periods in general. People want to know our first period story, tampons versus pads. When you played sports, what did you do? Things like that. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I got my first period. Oh, oh, my God. I got my first period at a cheer competition really yes I got it it was like I think I got it maybe after I competed but I got it and conveniently oh my god this is so funny so I got it um what's funny about cheer competitions is like usually you get like a little gift baggie do you know what Mm -hmm. I'm talking about and in there are like the playtex tampons (laughs) yeah and like pads and stuff and I remember I got it at the competition and I feel like I was like mom what do I do and she was like okay you just go in the bathroom like you do this and that's when I first had it but I I mean I'm a tampon girl like I I I understand like if you want to start out using pads and stuff but I personally I like playtex <laughs> I feel like it's great that's what I use like when I I mean I don't do like cheerleading anymore but like when I'm doing soul cycle or like you know going to a workout class or going for a run like I just use latex tampon and um I don't know it's like it when you get older it just like becomes a part of your life like it's not even like mm-hmm. that big of a deal I feel like yeah Lexi has a funny first period story. <laughs> I you do? Say that. So we were in Florida at my aunt's house. It was spring break. It was like Easter break. And I was in eighth grade. And I don't even, I think I was like, I slept in. And you guys all went to the store and got like breakfast mm. or something. And so it was April Fool's Day. Stop. And I went to the bathroom. And I started my period. And I texted my mom. And I was like, um, can you, while you're out at the store, like, can you please pick up you know, something, I just started my period. And my mom totally thought I was kidding, was like, haha, yeah, no. Yeah, Comes she, home like, with read nothing. the phone. Yeah, she read the phone. She's like, oh my God, she almost got me, like, so good. I forgot it was yeah. April Fool's. Like, haha. Stop. Comes home with nothing. And I'm like, mom, I'm, like, still in the bathroom. Like, had not gotten up, waited for them to come home. Was on my phone, like, just in the bathroom. I'm like, okay, I don't know what to do. I'm by myself. And, yeah, she did not believe me. And to this day, still is like, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, it's fine. It was April Fool's Day. Like, that's a good one. But, like, I needed something. Like, I am so dead. That's hilarious. 
Yeah, it was a very interesting story, but I agree. I'm the same way. I started off with pads and then realized how inconvenient it was for us in high school. And just how to take gross that is. Like, yes. I know. That's gross. We had to take pool class our freshman year. So, oh. I mean, it was kind of impossible at that point, like, yeah. <laughs> to really take pool class yeah. and have a period. So that's when I kind of did the transition. But, yeah, there's so many, like, subscription services now, too, for people. Like, with like tampons there's Lola. Stuff, they make it so easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so awesome. And there's a lot of, like, reusable kind, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have any funny stories or anything. I was always the little sister, so I feel like I just knew of everything before it happened to me. Got so it. I was kind of prepared for everything. But same, obviously, with your tampons, I feel like are definitely the way to go. Yeah. Um, I will yeah. say, though, like, if your body's craving, like, that extra you know chocolate after you eat after you have dinner like whatever during your period like girl you go indulge like do your thing Mm -hmm. if you need some advil like do your thing like i feel like that's your time to like treat yourself more than ever because your body is doing its thing and honestly it's healthy and it's normal and every girl deals with it and i don't understand why it's like such a taboo topic i don't considering half the population goes through it i'm like (laughs) we all yeah we all deal with it. It's so funny, too, like, how grossed out guys get. Because I'm like, bruh, I deal with this every month. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> my period works the opposite, though. When I'm on my period, I do not have an appetite. And I don't get hungry. Really? so taboo. I feel like that is the total opposite of most people. Oh, my gosh. That's so interesting. But I'm just, like, hungry all the time normally. So I feel like there's no – I couldn't possibly get hungrier. So I feel like it just has to work the opposite. <laughs> That's I don't know. funny. <laughs> So going along the similar lines of that, um, we had a couple questions about birth control and how you brought it up to your parents maybe or what kind of birth control you recommend, things like that. Any changes that you went through? So I actually was struggling with acne and I had heard, I think maybe from a friend that birth control would like could be a solution. And I think at the time I knew I had like a a doctor appointment coming up so I kind of told my mom I was like hey like I kind of want to get on birth control because my acne or whatever and um so I got it and what's really funny is I I ended up getting the next planon which is the thing that goes in your arm and because at first like I would have never been into that but I was like oh my god this is so great like I don't have to take it at the same time no responsibility like yeehaw I have this in for three years it's never gonna be taken out whatever so I go in and I get it um put into my arm which actually like it didn't hurt that bad at all like and I'm kind of a wimp with um needles and stuff but anyway I got it put in my arm and what's funny is like I my acne went away like I I I feel like I even lost some weight Mm -hmm. um my periods were like pretty much gone um I really wasn't having issues with that um that's another thing my periods were so heavy that I wanted to get on birth control to like make them more normal so which it did do that and I loved it but a year into the next planon I literally got the worst cystic acne ever like it was so weird and it's funny because my friend Remy who she's like a YouTuber as well um and like other people I know that have been on ne- next one on like with a year into it they got like cystic acne too so apparently which they did not tell me that it um 
it like after a year it really is prone to giving you acne and like we knew it was hormonal because it was on my cheeks and like my chin area or whatever so I ended up immediately getting a gynecologist like in LA by myself like I just went in by myself and I was like oh my god I don't know what I'm doing but I don't want acne and my dermatologist, like, they were literally were going to put me on Accutane. And then my dermatologist was like, no, we're going to put you on a different birth control and, like, get this thing out of you and, like, see what happens. And so I got the next one on taken out. And now I'm on, I think it's called orthotricycline is my, it's like a pill that I take for my birth control. And I have really regular periods and um, it really cleared up my acne. So I think just, like, whatever you struggle with um, to begin with. You like whether it's your period super heavy or your um acne super bad or if you want to have sex like whatever the case is like I think you need to be really honest with your parent or your guardian or whoever it is that you're you know living with or who helps you with that stuff and be like listen I really need this because of a b and c and can you please help me like achieve that so I think just being really open and honest and um and being open and honest with your doctor and asking them what they recommend and doing your research and like honestly even watching like YouTube videos and seeing like oh did they have acne because of it or were their periods more weird or you know did they have hormonal issues or were they more moody I think it's important to like research all of those things because it affects everyone differently but I personally really like the birth control I am on at the moment so I think we both correct me if I'm wrong gap got on it because at least for me my freshman year of high school I started playing high school softball and my cramps were so bad that I literally could not go to practice so that's when I started going I told my mom I was like I can't move we need to go to the doctor because this is not normal and so they put me on I don't remember which kind but it was a birth control pill and I tried a couple different ones before we found and one so that you like, had to go through a lot of different rounds yeah and actually the one that I I loved and had it for the longest time before I got on the one that I recently was on I never had any issues with it and I thought I was just moody because of college and it was my sophomore year of college and my family was like what is going on with you like you are psycho <laughs> and Gabby's doctor actually told her that this brand was recalled for mood swings and my doctor just Stop. never told me so I was like oh my gosh like I'm not crazy this is great but also like this is terrifying <laughs> because I had no idea so I then switched to a different one and now it's fine. But I think just being patient and finding what works for you because everyone's different. I know some people who have an IUD, some people who have the next plan on like the pill, whatever works for you, just find it and be patient and stick with it from there. Yeah, exactly. And listen to your body. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. For sure. Mine was my senior year of high school. Mine was also because of cramps, but I mean, we're really lucky. My mom's just like super cool. So I didn't even actually bring it up to her. It was her idea. She was like, we're just going to schedule mine you was kind of mine. We'll go I talk d- to them. My mom, because I was complaining about it. She's like, why don't we just get you on birth control? Like it was, I feel right. like it's easier than you think to bring it up to your parent. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a, it's keeping you safe in a whole bunch of different ways anyway. Like a parent's going to w- rather you do that than a lot of other things. So she was just like, we'll go do it and schedule it. I've lucky I've been on the same one the whole time. I've never had any issues with it. Um, I guess going off of this, can we talk about like the exams that happened? Because I had to go do that this year for my first time and I was freaking out because no one talks about it. But my gynecologist is like the coolest, the coolest lady ever. It was like two seconds in and out in like nothing to be scared of. 
I have the coolest, I just have to say, I have the coolest gynecologist ever. But he was so, he made my experience, because I was by myself, so I was so nervous. He made my experience so seamless, and he was so nice. And um, I think, like, the best thing you can do, honestly, in those situations is, like, talk to your person about real life. So then it takes your mind off of what's actually happening. Because, like, it's just, even though it is technically normal, it does not feel normal. And it does not seem normal when you're actually getting it done. Mm -hmm. When I got mine was right after we did our, like, pyramid choreography for cheerleading. So my legs were completely bruised. Like, bruised everywhere. So I'm sitting there. Ashley's like doing it and that was our topic of conversation she's like um what are the what are these from like are you okay I was like I'm a cheerleader I'm good she's like I think maybe you should quit this is a little concerning oh no no. it happens all the time oh my god I watched a bunch of YouTube videos that's how I prepared myself you did I was the older sister I just went on and watched like recently Zoe Sugg put up a video but like there were a bunch of people like Megan Rinks talked about it a lot so I just found YouTube videos of people that like I already followed and watched and just tried to figure out like what it was like and then in order to find a gynecologist because I recently found one in Buffalo because I was tired of driving the two hours home just for doctor's appointments and I just talked to friends who had good ones and kind of word of mouth found out that way because I mean I don't want to just go on Google and try to find some random Joe Schmo I'm just going to spread my legs for. So I feel like talking to somebody like and getting a firsthand experience of what it's like in that office is a great way to prepare yourself too. Completely. And I, I literally, I think I found mine through Yelp, but like I did so many, so much research, like reading reviews and like usually the stuff with the most reviews and all that like take into account like if it's if you have to drive you know 20 more minutes to get there like it might be worth it because like a good doctor is a good doctor and that's just what you want but um honestly my experience overall was really really like chill all right so the next one my dad is the head coach at my high school is dating one of his players okay this is such a random doesn't fit i'm sorry what I know somebody said their dad is the head coach at their high school is dating one of his players. Okay. I can't imagine that terrifies me. To even no, think that's about. A not okay. And that, <laughs> that's illegal to date right? one of the, to date one of his players at the high school. So I think the boat, they're both in high school, but her dad is the head coach. So she's oh, trying to date one I of the other the people. Dad was the dad? <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely not okay. That one is. Oh my God. Dad. I was like, <laughs> um, sweetie. <laughs> I was like, tell your no. mom. <laughs> I literally was like, oh no. I was like, what kind of a question is this? No, so like, can she date one of his players that, they, oh, that yeah. she goes to school with? <laughs> yeah, yeah I think school. so. It's not that serious. Yeah, it's not that deep. I just think pick a good one, like pick one that maybe he likes or like, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think just like, I, I mean, it goes to show like, would you bring him home to your parents? Would you bring him home to your friends? Like back to that, like to go back to the beginning question. Like, I think just be smart about who you like, you know, if, and, and your dad will trust you. Like if you like someone, like he knows you like him for a reason. So I think just go for it. I feel like that's kind of a benefit. Like your dad gets to know him on like, I mean, when you're playing sports, you're like most competitive, most like vulnerable state comes out. I feel like, so I feel like your dad already knows these boys on like such a deeper level that if he likes one of them that's probably a good sign that's a great point point. and it would make a great movie 
I feel like that's like what you see in movies. Like I didn't know that actually happened in real life. Yeah. Yeah. So true. I can't believe that I, I literally was like sitting here trying to like think of advice to give. I was like, I think that's illegal. This man asked his daughter to ask a podcast if it's okay if he dates one of his athletes. I was literally like, sweetie, I think you should tell another guardian what's happening. <laughs> That is so funny. Okay. We, I can't believe we've been talking for this long already. It seems like we just got on five minutes ago. But we're going to do one more. Okay. So we will end it on this. It says, and I think it's very appropriate for like what's going on right now in the world. It says, how should I discuss issues that are hard to talk about with my friends with different viewpoints? For example, politics, feminism, religion, etc. without it turning into a fight. Okay. First, I think you need to really do your own research and educate yourself so that way you have valid points if you do have an argument or a disagreement with someone. I think that's the first thing. I think the second thing is to be a good listener. And, you know, just because someone has a different viewpoint doesn't mean you need to zone that out just because, you know, oh, my God, they're like politically oh my god they're a democrat oh my god they're a republican like i you can't just like zone out i think in order to have a normal conversation you have to be a good listener and you know i you know at least be willing to try and understand someone's viewpoint and that way you can take that knowledge when you if you want to if you disagree if you want to like try and convince you know your story you, you got to be able to take that knowledge and you know go in your brain and think about what you want to say and then speak that out so um I think it's just you know educate yourself and hmm. I mean it's so it's so tough because I get it like you wanting to start arguments with your especially with family members I feel like I can get so heated so easily because I'm just like no you're wrong I know what you're thinking and they're, they're the same way but I think you need to be able to the the best way is like if you have great points, great, valid, educated points, let that do the talking. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think a big thing is tone, too. Like, if you're going into it on the attack, it's going to be really obvious that it's not going to – it's going to turn into a fight. And I know for me, I just need to, like, step back and remember that not everybody grew up with the exact same experience I did. And they're going to have different viewpoints because they were raised in different ways. And – just kind of taking it and trying to learn from the conversation and not just teach others what you're trying to think about and say so and empathize with one of one another I mean maybe someone's concern is like their biggest concern is like the success of their business whereas someone's biggest concern is to be included because of the color of their skin so I think you know, being able to empathize with that and being able to, like I said, listen and understand where they're coming from just because you didn't experience that doesn't mean everyone else in the world hasn't either. So I I think it's just really important to empathize with others and understand to exactly how they were raised and why they feel that way because that's just so underrated. Yeah, just like you're entitled to your own opinion, so is everyone else. And not everyone is going to have the same opinion as you, for sure. But I feel like, especially if this is conversations with, like, your close friends, they're your close friends for a reason. So just because they feel a certain way isn't going to, like, define who they are as a person. So just, like, take yourself out of, like, the attack mode and just have, like, an actual conversation. You should be able to, like, try to talk through it even... I feel like a lot of the times talk about it with, like, experiences... Because I feel like of like why you think a certain way and that's a lot easier to like listen to the other person and actually learn from what they have to say. 
Absolutely. And I think it's okay to be brutally honest. Like, oh, wow, I never saw that side of that because I've never experienced that. And, you know, I'm sorry that I'm just now realizing that that's even an issue because I've never personally experienced something like that. Or, you know, just being like so open. I think just being open and empathetic is the most important thing. And and the tone, the way you approach it is so underrated. I mean, the second that if your mom comes in heavy to a like conversation or she comes in heavy, like about to rip you apart because you left your clothes like in the laundry or whatever, like you're immediately just going to want to rebel against her as soon as she starts yelling at you. Like it just, but if she comes at you and you're like, she's like, Hey, do you mind doing this? Blah, 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 blah. Like you're way more likely to put your clothes away. So I think it's just, yeah, it goes again with the tone and how you approach it is really important and underrated. Yeah, I love that. So we are going to wrap it up. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We are so excited and happy to have you. Why don't you go ahead and shout out where everybody can find you and give yourself a little plug? Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm like so honored that you guys even had me. And you can follow me on Instagram. My username is at TK's Juicy Polls. On TikTok, it's TK's Juicy Polls. On Twitter, it's the same. And you can follow my podcast or subscribe to it. It's at TK's Juicy Pod. And then my YouTube is just TK's Juicy Vlogs. So just look up TK and I'm sure you'll find me somewhere. But everyone go, please leave this podcast a review. Come on, get the five stars. Hello. I think if you like listening to our podcast, you're going to love all of TK's content because she's very real. And I honestly feel like you are exactly the same way as you come Mm -hmm. off on the Internet. Like I really so. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Blown away. You are exactly the same as you are. And you're just the coolest compliment ever. (laughs) You're just so easy to talk to. And I feel like I was just chatting with a friend that I've known forever, even though we've literally never met. So go give her some love on her stuff because she Thank is you. the best. Thank you. Same with you guys. I'm so excited. I would like want to hang out. <laughs> hey, if you're ever, well, you're probably never going to be in Buffalo because why would you be? But you want to come, come to Worlds next year? Oh, there you no, go. No, I do. Oh my gosh. That would be so we'll get fun. Her a, do it. <laughs> we'll get her a double O tank top and she can come to Worlds. Yes. Oh my God. I'll, be, I'll literally feel so cool. <laughs> all right well go check her out everybody and thanks for listening thank you see you guys and we hope you guys enjoyed we had so much fun recording this so i really hope you guys enjoyed it learned some things or just felt like you were kind of having a conversation with us yeah it was super fun to record and i'm hoping that it's just as fun for you guys to listen to so just as always leave us a review and a rating on the apple podcast app if that's where you listen we appreciate it so so much Make sure to go check out TK on all of her socials and also make sure to go follow us on Instagram at chicken noodle underscore scoop. That's where we're most active, where you guys can talk to us, you answer some questions, or we just get your input on what episodes you want to see. So thanks for listening to this week's episode of Chicken Chicken Noodle Noodle Scoop. Scoop. Bye.